Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey podcast, where we share how functional core rehab can actually change your life. We share the stories of clients and professionals who have done Tummy Team programs, and we share so much more than that. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. I'm passionate about helping people find profound healing beyond the physical healing, but also emotional healing to be strong and pain-free for the life they were meant to live. Welcome back to the Tummy Team Journey podcast. This is Kelly Dean. I'm your host, and I'm going to be sharing today about a common theme that we hear a lot, but maybe we miss somewhat, and it is about not just goal setting, but meeting our goals. And I want us to look at it a little bit differently. A big part of what we do at the Tummy Team is helping you be strong and painly pain-free <laughs> for the life that you were meant to live, right? To live your best life. And a lot of times, because we're working with clients that when they come to us, they're feeling pretty broken, their body's kind of falling apart, you know, whether you have a diastasis or pelvic floor problems or back pain or core weakness or have recover recovering from a surgery or preparing for a delivery or birth recovery, all of those things, a lot of times when people initially come to the tummy team, they're just trying to feel better and trying to get some kind of support and help, which is what we are here for. The process of that is setting some goals, some initial functional core rehab goals. And as a physical therapist, a lot of what we do is setting goals. Where do we want to get to? How do we break it down to help you get to that place? Um, physical therapy goals in general help you kind of get through an injury or get through, um, a, you know, a circumstance. Because what we do at the Tummy Team is functional and meaningful, it's functional core rehab, a lot of times our goals are not just PT goals or rehab goals, they're life goals. They're more than fitness goals, they're more than weight loss goals or aesthetic, I wanna fit in this size or I wanna look this way. That's part of it. it. I'm just gonna be honest, we all think about those things. But the bigger picture are how we wanna feel and what we wanna be capable of. And what we always refer to it is how you feel and function. That's, that's really the ultimate you know, deciding factor of how you how your body has healed and how your core strength is how you feel and what that how you can function what you're capable of how you're engaging in the world around you and i think that you know it's important for you to set some goals sometimes when you are just desperately trying to feel better our initial goals are really simple i want to be out of pain that is that is a legitimate goal. I want to not look pregnant anymore when I'm not pregnant. That's a legitimate goal. I want to not wet my pants when I'm cough or sneeze or when I laugh. Legitimate goal. These are all really important and we are going to help you meet those goals. Those are important goals. But let's think about the next step beyond that. Okay, when our body is not functioning the way we want it to, when it is 
failing us or falling apart or struggling to survive, we often kind of check out of the bigger picture things because we're so focused on the pain, the fatigue, the the dysfunction that we can't even really think about you know, where we want to be a year from now, where we want to be two years from now, that feels overwhelming. I remember that feeling. And a lot of times I didn't even recognize that feeling until after the fact, after I got some strength back, after I got out of pain, after I stopped having my back go out all the time, I could start realizing how much of my life I had put on hold and how much I had kind of missed out. And, and it, you're, it's hard to not be just reactionary. It's hard to not just respond and try to address all of the fires that are going out. You kind of have to address the fires. So once we calm your body down and help you get some initial core strength, help you start on the road to recovery, a lot of times that clears our eyes to see and, and, and create some hope to see, oh, this isn't going to be how it always is. You know, when we're in that newborn stage, we can think, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like to be able to sleep through the night. <laughs> when we're in that stage of um, toddlers that are very physically dependent on us, we can't imagine what it's going to be like to, you know, make a meal without being interrupted or to be able to go out with girlfriends and not have to get a sitter or um, create, you know, this whole, you know, plan so, so you can go for a walk where everybody is taken care of so you can just get out to just take, do a little self-care or take a bath by yourself or even go to the bathroom by yourself. You know, like when you, you are consumed in that moment, you can't see beyond it. So we are all about giving you tools and strategies for those moments, to help those moments be more doable and achievable and help you feel strong and pain-free in those moments. And then we also wanna take you beyond that. We wanna take you to that next step. So I want you, regardless of where you are at when you're listening to this, I want you to kind of step into that place of deciding what's really important um, and creating a step-by-step game plan to get there. So really thinking about how, if, if we're thinking in terms of how do I want to feel and function, you know, it, and we can get beyond, obviously we want to be pain-free or as pain-free as we can recognizing how to address pain when it comes up, right? Knowing, oh, when I have that achy thing, this is these are the strategies. This is how I need to change how I'm sitting. This is how I need to do these movements, these stretches, this connection to my core, changing my alignment. Some of those things, those are strategies we give you. So we want to be pain-free. I want to be present. I want to not be distracted, exhausted, fatigued, uh, hurting, um, so that I can be present in the interactions with people around me. Um, Sometimes we don't even realize how not present we are because we're dealing with stuff like that. You know, I, I want to be resilient. I want to be able to not expect that I won't have any injuries or setbacks, but that my body can bounce back from that and can continue to move forward. You know, to be flexible, I want to be able to be intentional and reliable. You know, I want you guys to be thinking about how do you want to feel? Like, do you want to be able to 
go to your kids' activities and sports and games? Do you want to be able to coach their sports activities? Do you want to be able to play those sports with them? Do you want to be able to have the endurance to just carpool them to the places they want to go? Um, Do you want to be able to get back to some of the activities that maybe you did when you were younger that you don't have time for or or stopped feeling strong enough to do and you want you want to get back to some of those active lifestyles or is it simpler than that you know do you simply just want to know how you want to be able to engage react and respond to life circumstances without everything kind of devastating you if you know, the next thing that comes up in the next pandemic or the next, you know, job change or the next, um, you know, season with your children or season with your spouse or season in, you know, your work life. Can you respond and react well to that? And I we talk a lot about this at the Tummy Team. We we work a lot with your physical strength. But we work on your physical strength so that you have the emotional, mental, um, and cognitive strength that you need for all the other parts of your life as well. So goals, life goals, uh, you know, fitness goals, you know, maybe other goals, things like you want to write a book or you want to, you know, try out for a play or you want to to you know record a song you know there's a lot of things that that um light people up inside a lot of reasons why you specifically are here and that something that you can bring to the table that nobody else can and i feel like when you're strong and not dealing with pain and not dealing with dysfunction we can help you get back to some of those things so start thinking about kind of some of those dreams and some of those those things and what are the obstacles that are in the way and and what what do we need to do to kind of get where we need to be and fitness goals a lot of times people will come to me and say you know i want to be able to run a marathon or i want to be able to get in 10,000 steps a day or i want to be able to get down to this weight or lose this much many inches off my tummy or you know i want to be able to uh you know return to a beach volleyball team things like that some of those goals are meaningful and some of those goals you need to dig deeper to understand why do you want to do that goal? You know, what does 10,000 steps represent to you? What does um, running a, a, a half marathon or a marathon represent to you? You know, what does that goal represent? Because sometimes a fitness goal or like a kind of an abstract goal like that, even though it seems specific, can make us lose sight of why we're doing it. A lot of times people want to be able to run so that they're strong enough for these other things in their life. You know, and I want you to make sure that your fitness goals match up with your life goals because sometimes we can set a fitness goal that actually sabotages a life goal because now I've determined that I'm going to train for this half marathon or this marathon, but my body started telling me at about five miles that five miles is actually the best the best 
distance for my body to run before I start to have pain or dysfunction. Um, or seven miles is that that number. So if you are so focused on the goal, you might go past that and then you're nursing an injury or then now you have to go and get rehab for that. And the things that you wanted to do start to be all kind of caught up with this this goal that you kind of lose sight of. So so you want to make sure that your your goals also have this this you know, how do I want to feel and what do I want to be able to engage in? Okay. And, and what do you, what will you feel when you're at that place? It's easy to lose sight of the big picture. Um, and, and I don't, I, I see it so often that people um, have this goal and um, when they twist an ankle or they blow out their knee or, you know, their back starts to hurt or they start wetting their pants, they power through because they're so focused on the goal and then that injury becomes more severe and then they can't run at all or they can't um, play the game at all. Um, and, and then they feel very defeated. So we want to really be partners with our body, right? Our body is part of what's going on and we want to, you know, make sure that that goal is a life goal, it's meaningful and that it's realistic, all right. So I, when I talk to, to clients about kind of setting some goals, I always want to look long term first. Kind of, where do you want to be a year from now, or two years from now, or three years from now? I have some long, long, long term goals that are very vague, but like you know, I like for instance, I'll share one of mine. I want to still be swimming when I'm seventy five. Um, I want to still feel like I can go to the pool, that I have the shoulder range of motion, I have cardiac capacity, my body is able to get in and out of the pool, and I'm able to enjoy it. Not just swim as a chore, but enjoy swimming when I'm 75 and beyond, okay? I know what those people look like. I know what 75-year-old consistent swimmers, what their life looks like, and that is what what I want for my life. So that swimming represents being active, being involved, take, continuing to take time for myself, keeping the range of motion in my shoulders. That's super important as you get older, being able to lift over my head, being able to stretch long, being able to keep my blood pressure and my, my cardiac health really good, which is one of the things swimming does for us. So, you know, that's a long-term goal. You know, I'm not even close to 75, but if I want to be in that place at 75, I need to know where I am at 50, right? So you want to have some of those longer goal, longer-term goals, and then maybe some shorter-term goals, and then and then kind of build it, you know, kind of go backwards. So this past year, um, I had set a goal, a couple of goals. Um, and some of them were fitness and physical related. And some of them were completely different. Like they were like, I want to make sure I get a physical this year. I hadn't gotten a physical for a really long time. I want to make sure that I, you know, um, 
get kind of some of on my retirement fund stuff in order. You know, I want, you know, certain things like that. Those are, those are specific goals. But also I had set some goals. Like I know that I'm going into a menopause season and I really want to build up more strength in my body. And I am a very strong person, but I wasn't doing a lot of resistance training. Um, I was kind of relying on the strength that I've always had. And I realized that I actually need to start building strength training into my routine because I want to feel stronger and I want to go into menopause feeling stronger. That's a very, like, that's not like, oh, I want to lift, you know, bench press 150 pounds. You know, some people have those specific goals. I didn't make those types of goals. Some people will, but you always want that goal to represent a bigger picture of why do you want to do that? What what would that mean for your body? Um, and, and, you know, I also, you know, made a goal that I wanted to change my relationship with food and I wanted to not feel so um, up and down with my blood sugar, you know. So there's different things that people um, can make as those goals, but I like for it to be something that's gives you plenty of time to get there. Not so you keep putting it off and procrastinating, but so that you can make small steps that turn into bigger steps that turn into bigger steps. I feel like small changes with that long-term vision helps you to see that you're making progress and helps you adjust and modify. Um, so that if, if, you know, you think that this was going to work and then you realize, oh, you know, actually I hate doing that activity. How can I meet a similar goal or that goal doing a different activity? And you need to shift course because sometimes you don't know how something's going to be until you start working on it. Um, you know, when I gave you a couple of my examples of like, I want, instead of just having a weight loss goal, I wanted to change my relationship with food. Um, and, and I wanted to, to really start listening to what, um, you know, how I felt, how food made my body feel and how I really wanted to, you know, to really think about how, um, you know, how I, even though I really love food, how different foods made my body, um, feel when I swam, how different foods made my body felt, feel when I stressed, you know, and really trying to have more of a relationship and an interaction, um, uh, with why I was eating what I was and what made me feel good and what made me not feel good and, and all of those things. And honestly, carbs make me feel good. They don't make me feel bad. So I, I, you know, it's, it's recognizing what, what does that look like for you? Um, you know, instead of just saying like, I want to, uh, I want to swim or I want to meet this certain, achieve this certain amount of time that I'm swimming or this speed that I want to swim, you know, I, I did set some of those goals and some of those goals had to be adjusted because there's not swim meets available right now for me or because um, the pool wasn't open for a period of time. And so, you know, instead of just, you know, not having that goal, just being able to adjust and, and see what feels good and moving forward and not letting it be an all or nothing situation. There are certain things that we need to really be willing to be flexible and adjust and pivot and still get where you want to end up at the end. 
there are certain things that I see all the time that sabotage the goal setting, okay? Um, and I, if I could help you in any way, because, you know, you're going to have different, different goals for different reasons, right? If I can help you in any way, I want to help you with understanding how to not sabotage yourself. Okay, so let's talk about the different things that might sabotage you from, you know, your goal um, or from making progress towards ultimately where you want to end up. The first one is that all or nothing mentality, you know, taking on things that I have to do everything or I'm going to do nothing. And we all, we all, all, all fail in this area. It's we we have these grand visions of how something's going to look. And then we it, when it doesn't look that way, or we miss a couple of days, and we just stop altogether. So I think that recognizing instead of all or nothing, it's everything is something. Okay, everything is something. So everything you do is something good or bad, right? So even, you know, doing small things are going to add up small things. And we do this throughout the tummy team, we give you small things to focus on. And we're looking at consistency. And then we give you a little bit bigger thing. And honestly, those small things add up so well, that it's surprising to people. It's surprising that we're not expecting more. But really what we're trying to do is subtle changes that your body will respond well to, that you can be successful at so that you can take the next step so that you don't get into that trap of all or nothing. Everything is something. So every little piece is going to move in the right direction. And and that's not like setting the bar really low. That's just saying, don't give up if, if you didn't do everything one day. The next day is a whole new day. Just start the next day. And this, I think, is what is helpful with having that long-term goal. You know, my long-term goal of how I want to be, you know, three, five years from now, you know, one one messed up day is not going to sabotage that long-term goal. But if I let that one day, you know, turn into 25 days, you know, then we're going to have a big, it's going to be harder to start over. So every day is just a brand new day. Every afternoon is a brand new afternoon. If I didn't go that day, I go another day. Okay. The other thing is perfectionism. Um, And this is kind of like all or nothing, but perfectionism um, can sabotage us because we, um, if we, if we didn't, so let's say you, you set a goal of wanting to be, have more energy and be more active. And your, one of your stepping points was that you were going to take 10 minutes to walk, um, to move, whether it's walking or dancing or moving or stretching, 10 minutes every day that you're just going to do 10 minutes. And I know every day seems like a lot, but I like everyday goals because if you miss one, it's the next day. But if you go every third, every three times a week, if you miss one, now it's twice a week. That's a significant difference. So I like everyday goals. I feel like if you're building, um, you're trying to build consistency, every day is the best way to go. So every day, you know, 10 minutes to so make a goal that you could do every day. And if you have a one day that feels great, then maybe that's a 40 minute day, but 10 minutes every day, right? So you do an everyday goal, 
And, and let's say that was your goal. And, you know, um, the kids had a late start because of weather and that, that one day you weren't able to go. And then the next day you had a kid that stayed home sick. So you weren't able to go. And then the next day you, um, you didn't feel well, so you didn't go. And then the next day you had a dentist appointment. So now we are four days and we didn't do it. And that perfectionism can be just like, well, screw it. I can't do this. No, you had legitimate things that happened on those days. And some days you can adjust and you can do it at a different time. Sometimes that 10-minute block was the only 10-minute block you were going to have that day, and, and it didn't work. So at the end of the four days, we just start over, you know, start where we left off, and just now we're going to do the 10 minutes. You know, don't, don't let those little setbacks become big setbacks. Um, another issue that people have is going it alone, you know, just, um, ultra independent. I'm just gonna, I'm not going to tell anybody what I'm doing. I'm just going to try to, you know, make this my own thing. I really encourage you to tell somebody, find some encouragers, get a support network, you know, and some people in your family, like maybe your partner's not very encouraging and that's not the person because they just tell you all the time she didn't do it right before. Sometimes your partner is your encourager. Sometimes you have some friends that are encouragers and some friends that aren't. Really be selective. Set yourself up for success with somebody that's going to encourage you, not nag you, but encourage you and check in on you that you can respond to. Um, and sometimes that's a support group. Sometimes that's a network. Sometimes that's an online group. Maybe you don't have anybody in your group, but maybe it's the Tummy Team Forum that, you know, you you put something out there and you ask for people to um, check in with you. You know, it, it can be a lot of different ways, but try, realize that everybody has something that they're trying to work for, work towards, and not trying to do it all by yourself. Getting some accountability, even you just saying it out loud, helps you to realize, okay, I'm actually going to do it. I'm actually going to do this thing. This is important. And recognizing why this is important. You know, maybe it's like you've decided I'm not going to eat after eight o'clock at night. You know, letting your family know I'm not going to eat after eight o'clock at night. Can you guys help me by not eating in front of me after eight o'clock at night? Maybe everybody could not eat after eight o'clock at night, you know, or maybe, you know, when I say no, I'm not going to eat after eight o'clock at night. Don't don't bring out my favorite food. You know, just trying to find ways that People can support you and encourage you in the, the steps that you are, you you know, you're kind of building into your life. Um, another thing that sabotages us is too much, too fast. So, oh my gosh, this is like such a common thing that people are like, I was feeling so much better. You know, I had, I had healed up to this point and then I just remembered, gosh, I just want to get back to the things I love. So I am going to, um, I, I'm, I'm just going to go play basketball. I'm going to go to pickup game and I'm going to play basketball and I'm just going to go. Basketball is not a bad thing. But if you haven't done any running yet, any pivoting yet, any throwing yet, um, then you, it might be too much for you, right? It might be too much too fast. You going back and playing racquetball, going back and playing tennis right away, going back to a hockey game, you know, going back and jumping in right at the place that you mentally left off, but physically it's been a long time since you've done those things that that 
sometimes works out, but rarely. Too much too fast almost always turns into an injury or so sore or some kind of new, you know, symptom that then you feel defeated and it's like, oh, I'll never be able to play basketball again. I'll never return to tennis, which is not the truth. You just did too much too fast. So remember how we break things down. Let's let's take let's take basketball. You know, don't have a don't don't hold a basketball first. Think about the side to side shuffle. Can I side to side shuffle a little bit today? Can I side can I or or I'm just gonna dribble walking up and down my my driveway? Can I walk and dribble? Can I shuffle and dribble? You know, can I just shoot the ball? Can I just shoot, not dribbling? just doing some shooting. Can I engage my core when I'm shooting the ball? Can I just throw the ball up and catch it? Can I bounce the ball and catch it? Can I pass the ball to my, you know, my son and have him pass it back? And can I engage my core while I'm doing that? You know, breaking it down into pieces where you're letting your body and the new connection to your body catch up and then adding another piece. We go over this in detail in our functional core course. Um, we go over a lot of sports and how to break down into skills and drills. Uh, the same thing happens with like, maybe it's something not physical at all. Maybe it's, you know, you're want to write a book and, um, you know, you are really inspired one day and you write two chapters and one day, and then you set this goal that you're going to write two chapters every day. It may not work that way, but, you know, setting up a smaller goal that you're going to do something every day, whether it's just, you know, brainstorming or just ideas, marking down, just kind of thinking it through, uh, rereading something that you've already written to kind of get inspired for the next step, you know, things like that, you know, giving yourself those those smaller steps and then knowing that occasionally you'll be able to do a little bit more, but maybe you can't maintain that yet. So so too much too fast is a, a definitely a way that we get sabotaged. Um, okay, this next one is unrealistic or unkind goals. So people hate this. People, we... We hate boundaries. We hate being told we can't do something. I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm saying be realistic about your timeline, what you're asking yourself to do. Like if I were to tell myself that my goal is to try to make the times that I swam when I was in college, that would be unrealistic and unkind. You know, what that setting myself up for is, a lot of striving, a lot of working out, a lot of powering through stuff and not re- honoring or respecting the fact that that was 30 years ago, right? That how I What I really want is to feel that feeling of accomplishment that I had where I swam a race and I felt like I did my best and I got, I did a time that was like better than I expected. That's the feeling I want. So what is that realistic goal? Like, where am I? And, you know, how can I say, okay, realistically, this is where I'd like to get. And I need to do some stuff to get to that point. And and then maybe you you pick another goal, you make that goal, and you pick another goal after that. But but sometimes if we pick too, too big of a goal or too harsh of a goal, um, it, it just it 
it just can, it can be, you know, set you up for feeling defeated and, or and injuring yourself or doing something that's not really smart, like weight loss goals. Sometimes people have these really extreme immediate weight loss goals and they're willing to do a lot of stressful um, things either in exercise or in, you know, depriving themselves or doing radical things with their nutrition or diet that um, can really make it uh, harder on their body to actually process food, to actually digest what they're eating and um, to heal or, or gain strength or just have a better metabolism. So you want to have, you know, smaller achievable goals and then you can always add a goal on. You can always go for a bigger goal later. Um, and 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 just be kind. And that's, I think, sometimes where having a really good accountability person or partner or group support group, they can help you make, help you go, ah, oh, that seems like a really, you know, big goal. And it's not to be, don't take it as discouragement. Take it as, you know, honoring yourself and setting yourself up for success. Okay. Um, this next one is something that I'm really good at. Um, and it's not great. It's called powering through and not adjusting along the way. Um, my husband refers to this as white knuckling it. Um, I have a vision for something and along the way, there are lots of signs that I should shift that vision. I should adjust where what direction I'm going I should maybe shift into a different lane or or go down a different path but I um, can be very determined and very focused and I can power through even when all the signs are saying is this really the direction um you should be going and should you adjust course a little bit you can still get to where you want to go or close to where you want to go or get the feeling of where you want to go, but you maybe need to adjust course. And and this is really important in just mental, mental and emotional flexibility, um, physical flexibility, and just honoring your body and honoring the circumstances. And, you know, sometimes circumstances, circumstances change. Like you had you thought it was going to go this way, but it depended on other people in your group and somebody backed out or, you know, you're on a team and somebody else got injured and now you're not going to be able to go to that event or go, you know, go to that, that meet or whatever it is. Um, and you have, you have to kind of be able to adjust and, and see how, how can I continue to move forward? So powering through, um, as you know, from the tummy team, typically is a good way to not honor your body, to disconnect from what's going on and to just um, often compensate, use strategies that are not ideal and it sets you up for ultimate failure as well. And then the last one is giving up. (laughs) Giving up, giving in, defeated. Feeling defeated. And so I think that you can shift goals shift what you're going to do, make new goals, and it's not giving up. It's, it's just shifting directions. It's, you know, I I have a lot of runners that um, have had to 
stop doing high impact stuff because of prolapse symptoms. And we needed to kind of backpedal a little bit. And they that meant they weren't going to be able to go to uh, a race that they had on as their goal. And um, it can feel very, you can feel very defeated and very frustrated, you know, and, and I think that it's valid to kind of allow yourself to feel those things and then to go, okay, what is my, what is my body telling me? What do I need to do? And, and kind of use it as a little bit of a wake up call, um, a, a wake up call to recognize that, okay, I, um, I need to shift gears for what my body needs. I need to strengthen and fortify some areas. And then I need to determine, you know, is running the best thing for me moving forward to be strong and active? Or are there other things I can enjoy that will help me get there? Or what can I do between now and the time that I could maybe return to running? And what are the steps that would get me to return to running? And really being able to shift gears and set a brand new goal. Um, and, and that can be really hard when an injury or something really unexpected kind of hits you. Um, but I don't think it's giving up. I think it's shifting gears, changing directions and looking at a different, a different way that your body needs to go. Okay. So where do you get support and how, how can we support you? So there's a lot of different support groups out there, different support systems. The Tummy Team, I I feel like, is a really encouraging, supportive group. And, you know, our courses are often the foundation parts of where people need to start at. Getting that initial functional core strength, getting that awareness and connection to your body is is the, the starting point and the foundation, that's why we call it core foundations, to being able to be strong and engaged in all these other areas of your life. Not just physical fitness goals, but also life goals and how you want to parent and how you want to invest in you know, your community and invest in your work and invest in the things you're passionate about. And you need a physical fortitude to be able to do that. And that starts at the core of who you are. Our our courses help you do that, but also the advanced courses of making it functional and, and transitioning into smart fitness choices and and really being able to honor your body, respect what your body is capable of, and ask it to do a little bit more within a healthy a healthy goal-setting process. I think that we would love to help you do that. So if you haven't done a course with the Tummy Team or you haven't done the next course you need to do with the Tummy Team, I would really think about, you know, considering that you're worth the investment in that. Um, recognizing that if you have gone through our process and our courses and you're feeling pretty good, but you have some goals you want to work on, then maybe you need to do a series of e-sessions with us. Maybe you need to meet with me and we can kind of break down your goals into meaningful steps so that you can get where you need to go um, or where you want to go. And, and really the overall 
hope for you is in this kind of looking at your goals and meeting goals and and helping you set yourself up for success with with goals is helping you be proactive in your life instead of reactive in your life. Um, When you're hurting, when your body is dealing with injuries and weakness and dysfunction, it's hard to not just be reactive. You kind of have to react to what your body is saying. Once we get that initial rehab and that initial foundational strength, we want to shift you into being proactive moving forward so that you're not just responding and reacting to every fire, but you're actually determining the direction of your life and setting steps in place to be successful. I really want you just to be able to engage in your life. And and when you're constantly just surviving and and try and reacting to all of these aches and pains and all of these ways that your body is maybe not working the way it should be, it's hard to engage in the next level of your life. When you are just trying to get through the day, it's hard to get beyond that. We want to help you get through the day and we want to help you beyond that. Okay. That's the big picture about what we do here at the tummy team. And it's hard to explain to people in It's sometimes hard to know what you have or what you are missing until we get it back. Um, And but that's what we do here. I want to give you the strength, connection, tools, strategies to live your very best life, to live the life you love, to live the life you are meant to live and to be the person you want to be in the most holistic sense that you can. So check out what we do at the tummy team reach out to me i would love to help you i am not an expert in any way but i do um i have been successful at setting goals and meeting goals and helping people set goals and meet goals and i would love to help you with that if that is something you need all right hopefully that was a uh something that i know some of you guys really needed to hear today reach out to us let us know how we can help you check out what we do at thetummyteam.com thank you so much And we will see you next time on the Tummy Team Journey podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey podcast. To hear more inspiring stories, subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. And of course, to get more information, check out all that we do at thetummyteam.com. We would love to help you be strong for the life you were meant to live.